Hey guys, it's Crystal. Spotify makes it easy to never miss a new episode of your favorite podcasts. All you have to do is find the, new, the My Random World page and click the following button. You can also turn on notifications here to alert your phone when a new episode drops. If you can't listen right away, just click the plus sign at the bottom of the episode. It will save the episode to a playlist for you to listen to later. And if you want to brag about us to all your friends, because everyone likes a good brag, click the three dots next to the following button and then click on share. And now back to the show. Your presence has been detected and recorded. Thank you. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of My Random World. I, of course, am your host, the Blockbuster. So please be kind and rewind, Chris. <laughs> Sitting next to me is my AMC, always my cohort, Miss Crystal. Okay. <laughs> and joining us, of course, is our movie maiden, Miss Jody. <laughs> I'm being maiden. We called yourselves the Blockbuster. I'm like, well, there is only one left. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Be Kind Rewind is a great movie. <laughs> a Never seen one. that. Oh, that's a good Jack Black one. <laughs> so we're back again after our little break. Did you miss us? We missed you. <laughs> um, so we're back this week. Uh, going to go talk about a couple of movies that we watched a couple days ago. Just do another little nostalgia trip and see see if these movies hold up to us today. I uh I got the idea from um there's a podcast uh called uh how did they get that made I think I believe is what it's called mm-hmm. and um it's uh, a bunch of guys a bunch of comedians and and uh one uh woman uh if you've ever watched uh Frankie and Gracie that's it Frankie and Grace Frankie and Grace that's it um she is her name her real name's June um she plays the daughter that takes over Jane Fonda's um uh cosmetic empire she's she plays that daughter she's hilarious she's awesome i like sometimes i'll watch it just for her character Mm -hmm. she's hilarious um the uh weird guy that was made for janet like to be her boyfriend and then he got reset like five thousand million times in the good place the really crazy robot one he's on there and then there's a couple others that you've probably seen like from like I heart the '90s stuff from VH1, and they basically do a version of a live MST3K with movies. Um, and but they ask the question like, basically, how did this get made? And they'll break the movie down bit by bit. It's really funny. And so at some point, I they started saying this kind of over and over was like, would this, you know, how does this hold up? today and so i thought it would be a really neat idea to pick two or three movies that we watched when we were younger something that we don't hate but we probably really haven't watched in a very long time and we went let's see if this still holds up (laughs) we're gonna deep dive (laughs) so we decided uh, because of course we're looking for stuff that we could easily get on netflix or prime or something like that uh we went with uh the terminator the first one and um what was the other one? Was it Adventures E.T. E.T. Sorry. We also watched Adventures of Babysitting. Babysitting and the Karate Kid because we have an AMC subscription. But um, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so we decided we would do E.T., which I know for me, I, I truly haven't seen since I was Same little, here. little. The only E.T. I get experience with is when I go to Universal Studios and ride the ride. No, I don't even do that. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I remember we had it on VHS. And we watched it a few times when we were younger. But I also remember it used to scare the crap out of me when I was younger. And as I got older, I was like, I don't want to watch this. Um, And then uh, Terminator, I remember maybe 20 years ago-ish, I had I found them somewhere, and I was like, you know what? I've never seen these movies. They came. I was too young when they came out. Mm-hmm. 
to, to be allowed to watch them. I want to, I want to see at least the first two. And I watched like, I think the first three. Um, and, uh, I, I remember at the time that I really only enjoyed the first one. I mm -hmm. thought the second one was a, just a pointless, I, I, I like the second, the second I'm going to have to watch the second one again, but I remember my take from that was a money grab and an excuse to say the word fuck a whole bunch of times. Uh, was see, like my see, only thought, point to that I movie. I thought the third one was just a money grab. I don't even remember the third one. I don't. I don't remember hating it as much as the second one. But I, in my, in my opinion, back then, the first one was really the only really good movie of those three. And now this is before the new ones got made. And I think it was actually before Sarah Connor Chronicles, mm -hmm. what was right at the point where they were making it. The second one was Robert Patrick, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, that was yeah. when I think my so. parents truly discovered my sadistic sense of humor <laughs> because i laughed whenever he killed somebody and they just sat there and went that's your child no that's your child <laughs> i liked it when he came up out of the floor or when he killed the guy through the milk carton i got the giggles <laughs> this coming from the woman when she needed time away and a good laugh we went to go see machete kills yes we did, <laughs> yes, we did. and it was perfect <laughs> So, since we're already talking about this, we'll start off with the Terminator. You want to check out Terminator first? Yeah. 1984, this came out, directed by little unknown director James Cameron. Mm. <laughs> I know, and some of his other stuff, I think, I don't like as much as this. Some, yeah. no, no. some of his other stuff is a little bit more grandiose. Uh, what do you want? Uh, you don't want to take a trip on the Titanic? No. <laughs> Your heart I've doesn't seen go Titanic. On. The best part of that movie was when it starts sinking. That's yeah. when the movie really got good. Am, am I the only one who laughed when the when the ship was sinking? There's this. I one, actually cried a little well, bit. There was this one part where the ship's sinking, and you know they're up mm -hmm. hanging, and the people are starting to fall. One guy hits either the railing or yeah. like the smokestack, and you oh, hear the bong, yeah. and I just cracked up. <laughs> I did like in the. I mean, if you're and okay, well, if you're an all my children fan, and because I saw the movie in the theaters a couple times, ooh. and whenever they saw, you the, are brave. I know when they saw when they saw this guy in the ballroom scene, and you listen to the theater. It's Victor. Oh my God, it's Victor. Look, it's Victor. It's Victor. <laughs> like, it would go like a wave through the theater. It was hysterical. <laughs> the only Victor I ever knew was the Young and the Restless one. Maybe it's Young and the Restless. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. it was. Oh, yeah. was it? Okay. Yeah. That man does not die. No, he Ever. Does. Ever. Oh my God. That man is the same man that has been there since I was a wee babe. His yep. hair is a little gray now, but he looks exactly the same. Shit. Oh yeah. And Even after they tried to kill him twice. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I know we, we're taking a trip down the rabbit hole here on a different subject. Chasing. Buddies. I know. We're just talking Terminator. Shocking. But the, anytime I ever think of Titanic, I always think of Shirley Q. Licker. <laughs> she has the, she, uh, it's this drag, black drag queen comedian from like the late 90s. Uh -huh. And she did this, she does basically like a spoken word thing. And she's like, go and ask your mama how she dern. <laughs> and she's like, oh, Leonardo, put some warm drawers on. <laughs> <laughs> Bless that girl heart. She's so ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, ask your mom if she wants to go down to the casino boat and go gambling. <laughs> oh All I know is that it doesn't it doesn't take a genius to see that they could have both survived on that mm. damn thing because guess what? They were before he pushed it. Move over. Right. Wait, wait. Oh yeah, it's been it's been proved on Mythbusters. <laughs> that too. They both could have they could have survived on All right. So but back to anyway, Jessica back, to, back to Terminator. <laughs> Um, I still really, really enjoyed this movie. This, this is, I, I wish we still had very good like sci-fi action movies like this. I feel like our sci-fi movies aren't quite this um, simplistic yet amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, either they try to bog themselves down and it gets lost or it's so simplistic. It's, it's laughable. Like they, people have lost the ability to tell this complete and succinct story in like one go mm -hmm. and have it be amazing. There are some plot holes yeah. like, okay. Like my biggest, my biggest problem. Cause like you, we were watching it and every time I kind of had a question where it's like, how the fuck did this happen? 
you proved, both of you proved that I just kind of missed that part. <laughs> okay. Cause normally if we go into a movie and I'm like, how the hell did that even get there? You're like, Oh my God, I don't yeah. even know yeah. where'd that come from <laughs> plot hole. But every time I hit one on here, except for one, y'all were like, Oh, like two oh, seconds yeah, ago, he said, said this. And cause like, sometimes I just don't, I don't hear well, it. And on the phone too. <laughs> I'm still listening though, but sometimes my mind goes, but my biggest thing is, and this and this could be because I haven't watched beyond the like the second the third movie, mm -hmm. is okay. Her son knows that this guy is supposed to be his father. Mm -hmm. Gives him a picture of his mother that he still has mm -hmm. to dictate that he falls in love, and as he's dying, use a time thing to come back in time and try and save her. Mm -hmm. Right. So at some point you have to go and, and he be actually becomes his father Yeah, because they sleep together and he becomes his father. So how does that even instigate? Because at some point you have to go. So there must've been a timeline where he never went back in time and sired him. Yeah. So how does that even begin? <laughs> that's my biggest problem with this. No, this is a fun fiction. thing, yeah. but how does it even get started? Yeah. You can't like, that, that's that my one. biggest problem yeah. on that one. And I don't think I ever really thought about that the first time around because I was really well, just in love with the whole yeah. sci-fi action I, thing. I didn't see this until at least the 90s because this oh, came yeah. out in I mean, 84, I right so like, I was like two going on three. Well, yeah. No, I think I was. it was like early 2000s when I mm -hmm. finally saw this. But, uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I didn't remember too much from the movie because it's been so long. Because I'm not the hugest Terminator fan, you know. It's cool in that, like I like I said, I enjoyed the second one the most because of like the anamorphic Terminator, mm -hmm. you know. But this one, you know, going back and watching, it was really good, you know. And if they uh, would actually like take the actual script and everything from back then and make it per se, but with today's technology, I think it'll it would hold up. I think, I think it would it do still it pretty holds good. Up. Yeah. But I'm like, the only thing <laughs> that gets me is uh, is the special effects. Well, I mean, come on, it's the 80s. But like looking at it now on high def TV, you, like when uh, the Terminator is like uh, picking at his skin and, mm -hmm. you know, the robot eye underneath, you can so tell it's a mask and like a prosthetic. But, well, yeah, but I mean, I would even offer... It's just high down. That as <laughs> that it, it kind of adds this new element because like they're they're supposed to look human, right? Yeah. But they are robots. Mm -hmm. Well, now that you can kind of see just how early. Early the technology <laughs> CGI is, and he it doesn't look bad. He just looks like a robot again. Yeah. So it kind of adds a new element, yeah. a new complexity and, to it. Yeah. It kind of fits. Yeah. yeah. And then and then there's the parts, you know, where like it goes from like, oh look, you know, that's Arnold. And then when they swipe over and it's like this pale looking. looking well, that's what I'm up. saying. Like, I'm that's what I'm saying. Like but it's, you can definitely those... tell the difference between, you know, it's Arnold versus... Well, it's a... <laughs> yes, yes. But that's kind of what I'm saying is it's it's almost like a new dimension to the film because mm -hmm. of the way it's cut. It's those. It's it's almost like a secret moment where you get to see that, oh, yeah, by the way, this is really the robot. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's done on purpose, knowing that eventually this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Or it, it's just, you know, James yeah. Cameron's one lucky SOB, you yeah. know. But uh, and then too, speaking of the special effects, like at the end when he when he's blown up and his skin melts off, so it's just the side, it's just mm -hmm. the robot. That was so cool. It's again. so funny just to see it just yeah. walking. And then when they're trying to shut the door, and you can tell it's like that is just added in post production because <laughs> you can tell what that it's like about? a completely the background when he's walking toward the door as they're trying to shut that big metal door. And you can just oh, I don't tell think it's I was like, paying I did not even not notice that <laughs> at all. Yeah, because I was watching that at home and I'm like, oh, okay. No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I love, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. Like what they were able to do, even though. Oh yeah. Considering it was show, 84. Yeah. To e fantastic. even to show that he looks like a robot in order to show the stuff underneath. It's pretty damn cool. Like I would still prefer 
some of this to the, to the new CGI because mm. it looks real. Like it looked like I, one thing that I noticed was, you know, in the end when they're in the, the plant, mm-hmm. which I now recognize from the show. Cause I had done the T2 show in forever. Yeah. And that, and in that show is actually that plant from the end of Terminator one. Mm-hmm. I recognized it. Um, but you know, where that last scene after uh, when he's chasing her, in that, just in his skeletal form and everything, like that, that fucking made my heart race. Like, <laughs> it, it, especially after that second yeah. time he rose back up where he's I, only half a cyborg yeah. and he's just, she's painstakingly <laughs> crawling and he's yeah. just, and I'm just like, my heart's beating because I don't remember how this fucking goes. And I was like, <laughs> I know she lives, but son of a bitch, what happens? What happens? <laughs> like, I, it's hard to get that but, from movies nowadays. Yeah. But you really do tend from the eighties. You do tend to like the characters, you know, you're rooting for them. Mm-hmm. You know. And can I just say <laughs> coming in to the, uh, at the beginning of the movie when you know the Terminator pops in and then Kyle pops in. Can I just say thank you James Cameron for the ass shots. Holy Dude, crap. Arnold back I, in the day, that butt, man. It was not, but oh my God. I Michael forgot. Michael he Bean, so who young. plays uh, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was yummy. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> I had, for, I mean, even then, like, you know, Arnold wasn't as built as he was when he was Conan, just yeah. coming down and when he was Conan and all that. But he is. It was a still, good size. It yeah. was quite. Was this after yeah. Conan or no? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't. He. I don't think he was bodybuilding anymore per se. Well, he probably wasn't competing anymore. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but like, oh no, it was after Conan. I remember reading. But I mean, think about trivia. what he looked like in Conan. I mean, he looked like he was still bodybuilding yeah. back then. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he was like that perfect in between, and uh, and then he was so young. I was like, he's so young. Yeah, and then uh, the fact that, uh, like, I didn't realize this, but Michael Bean, who played uh, Kyle Reese, was in The Mandalorian mm-hmm. as uh, Lang. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> One of the best parts that was so fun is we're watching when uh, uh, Linda's character's in the, in the precinct and the head cop, he's like, don't worry, we got like 30 of the finest cops in this building. And he comes in and here comes Chris. Psh, 29, psh, 28, psh, 27, psh, 26, 25, 24. And then I lost count because other things are going on. I'm just- I mean, I'm pretty sure he killed all 30 of them. It was so fucking hilarious. That was that was something that was lost on me last time, too. That was pretty good. Um, And honestly, just looking this up... Um, it still has a 100% uh, fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm telling you, like, yeah. there. aside from the, how the fuck did this cycle even get started, there's little to no holes in this story. Mm-hmm. It was very well done. The action sequences are very well done. Like, the driving the car shit, I'm like, how the hell are they... <laughs> I know. I'm like, good lord! Oh. I just under, don't understand why why they kept getting like these big tank tr- uh, cars, but I'm like, I guess you know because they wanted the yeah. room to take the bullets. And I everything. love when he's like, well, we're gonna make napalm out of like mothballs and Vaseline and stuff, <laughs> and then at the end he's throwing them. And I'm like, they ain't doing nothing but smoking. The yeah. fuck you built smoke bombs, and then all of a sudden one of them blows. You know, I was like, so you get smoke bombs, and one blows up a tanker. Well, he did put it. In the like one of the pipes of a t- gas, yeah, but you would have yeah. thought what some of the other ones that got thrown would have given off some sort of yeah. blast. Yeah, I think that was my only issue was there was nothing, not even a pop. It was just smoke. Yeah. Whereas that one actually popped and had a reaction. Right. Mm-hmm. And the one that he puts in the frame too. Yeah. I know he blows up the brain, the blade, the um, the whole thing in the middle, the cyborg, and all I get, all I can see is um first contact with mm-hmm. the board queen and i'm like go in there and snap that right now do a picard man uh but yeah it is a very good movie i really did enjoy watching it again now i kind of want to watch the the second one we'll have to <laughs> i will say um as far as the soundtrack goes that blue that was not a oh, good soundtrack God, no. that was yeah. that was a terrible that was terrible music the- none of it matched 
That's horrible. Yeah, it was very like just random noise is what I what it got. Yeah, whatever. When the songs that were used did not match. The background music did not match. They were going with a weird new wave sound that just <laughs> did not match. But did it match? No. <laughs> it was genocide. It was genocide. <laughs> it was inconsistent. It pulled you out. Yeah. So yeah. you get an F. The, James the Cameron only, on that the only thing is like at the end, you know, when they have the the Terminator theme, you know, at the end, the don't 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 don't, you know, at the end, right? Well, you know, yeah. But the rest of it, yeah, no fail. <laughs> Any last thoughts, Judy? Not really. I mean, I really. It's been a while since I've seen that first movie. <laughs> I I did just see something. If unless you're. Going on, but I just thought about this. It's like I was telling you, I didn't remember much of this movie from the beginning. I thought that the character John Connor was in this first movie. I didn't remember that this took place yeah. when she's like in her twenties, uh, going out to nightclubs and everything, and like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there might be one of the later films or something where he does come back, possibly, because I did the same thing. I, I think was it was like, in three. I was like, doesn't John Connor but actually I mean, like, come back? And then when it happened, I went, oh no, his dad comes back and fathers him. I right. thought this was when he was the kid, but no, you no, don't no, see no. him until two. The second one is the kid. I'm like, and he oh, likes throwing the F bomb around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait. Jody, your final thoughts? What were you going to say before? Do you remember? About how you hadn't watched it in a while, but... I don't... Get, no, nothing. I mean, it It was just as good as the first time I saw it. I mean, it... That's true. There was, a lot of, there was a lot of stuff that I did not remember, but it had been a long time since I'd seen it all, all the, the way, way through. through. I don't remember, like, any of the stuff from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like I just remember the parts. Like, I actually remembered more than I thought on that one. Like, I, I remember, didn't I remember, remember a lot when of he AT. shows up. I remember when Arnold shows up. I remember when you know Kyle shows up. Uh, them getting together, and like the end of the movie, and then mm -hmm. some bits in between, <laughs> and that's yeah. And you know, I learned something that I didn't know before. The whole thing about when they come back, why are they naked? And when they explain, nothing dead can go go back through so that's why they mm. don't have any clothes on why the terminator has human skin like oh gotcha although if nothing dead can go through wouldn't the cyborg nothing skeleton dead? well because it's uh because it's living tissue that's why it's blood and everything but the inside skeleton, i thought he said i thought dead? he said clothes burned off Something like that, but in yeah, the, but in the travel, I, I don't know. I guess it's a way around it with the skin because it's living. It doesn't mean like because you're because it's not bones or something. I don't know, but that's it was just like kind of gave me that aha. Guess, that's why moment, you know. Just looking too much yeah. into it. <laughs> here, let me give away my uh, microscope here, <laughs> magnifying glass. <laughs> uh, it's an '80s movie. Let's not delve too much. All right, all right. <laughs> So is this uh, a, does this transcend to nowadays? I think it does. Yeah, I think it's still a top-notch movie. Um, of course, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't even know if I would watch an HDX or Blu-ray <laughs> at this yeah. point. You, it, it, it's so old that at this point, unless it were remastered, it might be better just to watch it the old way. Mm -hmm. um, but give it a little leeway because it is before those times. And um just enjoy, like enjoy it. Enjoy the yeah. story. Enjoy. It's 80s goodness. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's more than just 80s goodness. It's yeah. it's actually a very good film. Yeah. All right. So on that note, we are gonna take a little break, and we'll be right back. Lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey everybody, Chris here. We'd like to remind you that you can keep up with us outside of the podcast by following us on Twitter at It's MRW Podcast or just search for My Random World. I like to post updates, pictures, and just some random stuff. 
Also, if you'd like to influence the show, shoot us an email at myrandomworldmail, M-A-I-L, at gmail.com. You can send us show ideas, suggestions, some random questions, or just a shout-out, and we'll work it into the show. We would love to hear from you guys. Now, back to the shenanigans. Okie dokie, we're like totally back in junk. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, gag please, me with a DeLorean. Please stop talking with Clueless. Like we're not Clueless. Valley, we're not valley. valley girls. <laughs> okay, so we have talked action. Let's take a softer ending here. Softer ending? Well, that's what she said. <laughs> Um, so we're going to move on into E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Not E.T. by Katy Perry. No. <laughs> I didn't know there was such a thing. Uh, so this is from 1982, so I was one. Saw it in theater. Because <laughs> you old as shit. Fuck you all. Uh, I was the same age as Drew Barrymore, and she was in the movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm still the same age as Drew Barrymore, but <laughs> somehow you got older. <laughs> no. no, but we were the same age. It was kind of cool going to movie and seeing somebody the, you know, the same age. <laughs> and of course, uh, this was directed by the one, the only Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. It's very Spielbergian. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you haven't seen this, you know, Alien gets stranded on the planet. Finds his way into the with to the home of Elliot. They try to help him out. Government gets involved. Shit starts happening. They fly on bikes. They get him home. Government Woo! was nicer than I thought they would be in the film. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I still hate their guts, but except for that one guy. <laughs> yeah. So once again, I didn't know. I didn't remember too much about the movie other than what I you know on the ride. But that's a completely different story than the movie. <laughs> I remembered um, some parts, but there was especially that very beginning. I remember yeah. Jody and I were like, "Man, I don't remember that first part." Mm-mm. I kept like my brain starts coming in like right around the time that they hid the kitchen. Yeah, and the kids are playing what I now know is a version of D and D. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. And he, he hears the sound out in the in the little shed. Like that's yeah. where my brain usually starts the movie. Yeah, my my big thing there was um, I didn't know that they were out just wandering around. I'm like, were they gathering plants? I guess could have been. Yeah, just and, in a in, in a like like discovery mode. Like, what is here? What can yeah. we do? And I'm just like, why couldn't you wait in just a couple more seconds? He was right there. Well, <laughs> they never explain how these people knew these adults mm-hmm. that we now know our government knew that they yeah. were right there to go go yeah. for them because like, they drove up and they, like they were looking in a car and i was like okay did something happen there coincidentally no no and, it sounded it looked exactly like they knew that they were there and they were trying to get them mm-hmm. and and there's like, just that come from? shadowy figures well with, yeah and like the one with the keys well <laughs> Yeah, so this is something I think was lost on me when I was little. It's obvious that Spielberg made this movie from a kid's point of view. Mm-hmm. The government, you don't really see their faces too much. They're all just he did, shadowy men in black. He did a lot of camera angles from E.T.'s height. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This there, you know, the 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 government's always the shadowy men in black. The only time you really see them is when they're the scientists or the doctors or the one guy that happens to to like get it right yeah. they get him yeah. they, and they get him and they, he's not there to like do anything mean to him um it, it's very kid oriented or teen oriented which is kind of cool yeah but um like i was uh, like i was saying i didn't remember a lot but i actually really enjoyed watching this movie again um and then like you said yeah. when they come into the kitchen I was like, okay, these kids are sitting around. I'm like, wondering what the hell are you doing? And there's something. It looks like smoke coming up off the table. I'm like, I don't remember the mom smoking. And then I'm like, what? What is smoking? And then I'm looking. I'm like, oh, they're playing D and D. And I'm like, but what the hell is smoking? <laughs> it could be anything. She could have been smoking a cigarette. It yeah. could have been. 
it looked like she was possible because she was cooking mm-hmm. and then she was mad that they ordered the pizza. Yeah. Oh, that's why yeah. she was mad. I was like, I'm like yeah. what is the big deal they ordered? Because pizza? she was cooking. <laughs> Although I have to say, like, it, my mom would have never come out with company over in a robe. Yeah. <laughs> that it does it does not matter. It there, especially if they're teenage boys, my mom would have never been out in a robe. That that no, yeah. no. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh and them not believing uh, him. I think uh and mm-hmm. you know, they didn't believe Elliot you well, know, no. the first time. And I understand, you know, him following the tracks like into the woods, but what made him think about giving him Reese's pieces? He's I'm a like, kid. They, yeah. He's just a yeah. kid. He's thinking, "What do I like? Well, I like candy, so I wonder if candy will." Yeah. will I was just wondering about that. I'm like, yeah, because I'm like a lot of things in here. I have questions. <laughs> you have to think of it as if you're, you know, like ten years old, twelve yeah. years old. What I kind of like is like, of course, now that we have Stranger Things, I, you know, oh, this we, was such a better version of this, like, like compared to Stranger Stranger Things. I had been comparing. A lot of other movies to it, but right. I never because I hadn't watched ET in a long time. I never realized how much of an influence ET had mm, on Stranger Especially Things. With his friends, yeah, because his yeah. friend, his friends, the feeling of it when when um, what's his face, the curly haired boy, mm-hmm. the brother. Um, no, no, no. Well, in Stranger Things, yeah, the one that we like that yeah. that yeah. has done like Broadway and all. Jalen, mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah, when he gets the little dermagogue like the little lizard looking one and he's trying to feed a candy and all come on straight out of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I, I thought that was pretty neat to kind of see a stronger connection with, with that movie as well. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was interesting to see like all the, just how the place was set up and the interaction with the family and that, mm-hmm. um, how the brother was, you know, tolerating him but you know wasn't like being mean to him but, mm-hmm. uh, the friends were a little jerky here and there i'm like <laughs> i don't know I'm, i know i'm like are you friends or are you not friends I well go, they're the brother's friends they're not i know but even friends. they were were yeah. kind of jerks to the brother and okay now answer me this i don't know if you guys noticed this or not but the bedroom mm-hmm. okay one <laughs> what the hell's with the door with the, the door slats. bothered me the door <laughs> bothered me um but now, was it just me, or am I wrong on this? That the closet, Elliot's closet, connected with his sister's closet. I think so. That it was just one big closet. Because, like, when ET's sitting in there, I'm like, and then, like, at toward the end when his brother is in yeah. there, I'm like, that is one big ass closet for one room. No, <laughs> no, it, it, it pretty much connected the two rooms. Some places did that. I yeah. mean, I never had that, but I'm like some of them are connected by a bathroom. Yeah, like, well, yeah, the Jack, Jack and Jill, and Jill bathroom, yeah. but there's no reason why they can't have a Jack and Jill yeah, closet. I, I never thought about that. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just wondering, I'm like, how big is this closet? We did notice that his <laughs> blinds were rainbow colored. Yes, I was like, we, I like neither that. one of those, neither one of us remembered that, and then all of a sudden I went, wait, go back. Was that a rainbow <laughs> on his blinds? Yes, yes, it was. Oh, that was cool. And there. There were sometimes just some of the imagery that got me, and I had to bust out laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, when ET is sitting in the closet and he has like the blanket up over him, mm-hmm. and he's reading the comics, you know, and then the plants are dying, and he's just kind of like, you know, bringing it back to life. He looked like a Jedi. Is it just me? May, I don't know. <laughs> like he's well, sitting there, and well, I'm like, it's like possibly when they were treating. <laughs> When they were trick or treating, there's a Yoda. There was, yeah. there was a kid dressed up as Yoda, and ET turned and went home, home. <laughs> and I was reading the trivia, and they they think that Yoda and ET were from the same. Just oh, like that's soul, soul funny. I'm not but speaking speaking of that, before I go back, <laughs> Yoda costume. I did. I, the, my first thought was not was Yoda, but more toward yogurt from Spaceballs. Is what he looked like. No, it's a Yoda. That was a Yoda. I know, but he. Ears were out. You know, I know, but it just. I don't even know spaceballs. I don't think spaceballs. No, I know, but it it was just the way it was made to me. It just just looked. It was actually pretty good looking too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There Uh, were a few things in this movie that did not age well. uh, One wasn't this the one where one of them said that. 
they were so gay or something like that. Oh, probably. Yeah, it was that. somewhere in the beginning, and I like when the boys were fighting, and huh. I was like, "Well, that doesn't age well." And um, I'm not so sure today he would get away with intoxicating the alien and then the boy getting intoxicated. Mm -hmm. They, they, that that, I mean, it's funny <laughs> as hell, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't do it today, even though technically the kid is not drinking. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm yeah. thinking mad would have gotten mad about it. <laughs> um, another thing was when they did, when they did the, the Halloween thing, the one thing that kept getting me was the costume that ET was in. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a ghost. Just a shirt. Yeah. Do you know what the eye holes? Well, yeah. The eye hole. He's got one here and one down here. But when E.T. is looking out, they're on the level. They're exactly where they should be. Yeah, that was bugging the <laughs> shit out of me, too. <laughs> like, I was like, your eye holes are not that close together, E.T. <laughs> I was like, Steven, come on. You didn't notice this? I'm like, I understand you want to give it from E.T.'s point of view, but that's not his point of view. It's one eye. <laughs> I know. What do you think of that? It was minuscule, and it, it, it probably in the long run, it's not worth shooting another <laughs> scene when you've got a little person walking. You know, <coughs> the, the the it's gonna move. The sheet's gonna move. I mean, oh, I know. Yeah, it's not a and, big deal. It's not a deal breaker. I'm just no, saying. No, I, I was sitting there like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. And what got me too was, you know, I can understand getting distracted. But when the mom was going back and forth and E.T.'s walking through, you're like, you, you're you not noticing this? <laughs> and it when just, she whacked it, him with the door. I do. Well, yeah. I, well, that's supposed to show just how much she Oblivious doesn't watch her, her kid are, yeah. is. But my, my, my only thing was uh, when they were all leaving for the night, I was like, did you not notice your daughter either leave twice or not notice that she didn't leave at all the first time? Because wouldn't she have sat in there and gone... Wait, did she come back? Didn't she just leave? Like dressed as a cowgirl? I yeah. Well, no, she had the sheet on. Yeah. Oh, she puts the sheet right, on after. Right. But I, I'm sitting here like, are you not paying attention to your daughter to the point where you didn't realize she left the house twice? Like that one, I think, where it kind of got me. Yeah. And and then when she when the mom leaves and she's holding on to that damn wand, and then she's getting in the car and she leans out and the wand's in her mouth. I'm like. Put the damn wand down. I know. I would not have even thought to get that damn thing back. I would have been like, I'm going to kill these fucking kids. And uh, one one thing that did bother me in this movie, which I know it's, I, I don't know if you consider this the scene iconic, when the government finally comes in to the house, mm -hmm. when they find out about E.T. Space suits. Why oh, yeah. are they in astronaut suits? We why? said the, we same, said the thing. same thing. I'm like, why didn't they not wear like hazmat? Well, yeah. yeah, come in in the it hazmat. It makes no sense to put them in astronaut suits. That was so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Because My, there were <laughs> other people in hazmat suits. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a lot of wasted money. Yeah. To do that. And then my second thing was, is they're coming down and they're having to roll that shit down the thing. And I'm like, y'all ain't got trucks that you can just <laughs> store this stuff in? I mean, that thing looks like it just collapses. Mm -hmm. Store in the fucking truck. Take it out when you get there. Why the hell are you rolling that thing down like a slinky down the goddamn road? Like, that was really weird. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think I missed this, so fill me in on this. Why? How did E.T. get sick? Was it just being in the... Elliot, Elliot was or... sick. Well, I think I think it was twofold. Yeah, I think it was like she was saying, like Elliot, because he remember when they're there out, and yeah. he was coughing. Yeah, and he kept saying "ouch" and he was pointing to his chest. So I think he realized that Elliot was getting sick, mm -hmm. and so he was kind of taking that sickness from him. Because mm -hmm. remember they're bonded, but I also think just being away from his people because he can't survive on the same food and drink that we do. No. Yeah. And he was, I mean, if you notice all the food they kept giving him, he or, wasn't eating a lot yeah. of it. He was just or, kind of messing with it. Yeah. Or like when he was home by himself and going through and eating everything. Right. Like he was, it, he can't subsist on the same thing. So I think it was a little bit of him taking in the Elliot sickness. Plus the boy was probably fucking starving at that point, not mm -hmm. being able to eat what he normally eats. Mm -hmm. Um, because like once he got, once they, the, they got back into the planet's atmosphere before they actually touched down and he mm -hmm. could feel them, 
that's when he started getting better. Yeah, well, yeah, well, actually, I, they weren't in the atmosphere when he got feeling better. It was right when Elliot told him he loved him, and I'm like, uh, did I, your love come back? Because remember, no, no, cause they he, got because they no. got out to the out to the field, no, and then knew, they started he, coming in. But he no, but he knew they were there. That's why he's. That's when the he got warmth and he goes home and he said they're coming back for you and he said yes they're, they're yeah, here so yeah. they must have they could have been in our like, app. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I get like yes it was supposed to follow the whole Tinkerbell story that uh -huh. the mom had been reading earlier like just clap and believe in me like it's supposed to look like that yeah but it, I don't think that really did it I think yeah. it because when he woke up he was like yes they're here they're here yeah because it was it was weird because you know you know they LA goes to anymore. leave. And he comes over and goes, I love you. And as soon as he shuts the thing, oh, then he, he's alive be, again. Yeah, I think it happened to be coincidence. Yeah. Because, like I said, you know, they once they get that and they start trying to get back out to the forest, then you see them coming in and landing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Nah. No, I, especially since afterwards he was, he was, he was like, home, home. And he's like, are they here? And he's like, yes, yes, they're here. I, they were close enough that he could regenerate or whatever. And, mm -hmm. um, but man, you want to talk about it still gives me the willies to sit there and see him when he's dying. When the gray, yeah. oh, I mean, yeah. the graying. I, I mean, I was sitting there like, Ooh. I mean, I was rolling my fucking eyes out. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, no, I did not die. And then when they, when they get, <laughs> when, uh, his brother takes him out there in the, the quarantine thing mm -hmm. and there he's like, alive. they're like, yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> I love when they just commandeer that thing, the truck. And is it wrong that I wanted to be on the back of that thing in the tube just to, you know, driving down? <laughs> Do you know it was probably a good thing that he actually let that go because uh, once it did, you could see the holes that were hit, were, that were starting to hit mm -hmm. it from rubbing on the ground. Had they kept that, they would have just been skid marks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, and speaking yeah. of that scene, the one line that got me. Is you know his older brother's driving the car, and he's like, "Where are we going? We're going to the to the uh, the uh, playground on the hill. Where is it? You don't know. I don't know roads. No, and then you're he said, riding a bike around. You not know where to go. You but then, would. but then he said, "I I only drive backwards. I don't know how to go forwards. That was funny." No, the whole the whole I don't know where to go makes no sense because they do ride their bicycles everywhere. I get the whole I don't know how to go forward and the stop because he doesn't normally do that. But I'm sorry, like as a kid who has ridden her bike around quite a bit, yeah, I knew where, where I at. normally rode my bike yeah. around. Like, and that seemed to be where they're going. Hi, my love. I'm getting kissed. Chris, Chris is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm I'm scratching the butt. Don't mind me. <laughs> Our pup crew came by. Um. But yes, man, just, the atmosphere it, is still there. The soundtrack is still amazing. Oh, John, John Williams, Williams sets that, you can tell this is classic oh God, John yeah. Williams. Well, it also sounds like Star Wars in and parts, Harry but, Potter because at the well, end no, they have that Harry big. Potter music. Sounds like those. I know because Potter I'm like later. you just know all of it. I was like wow. But no, there there are certain <laughs> sections that I started like going off on like Star Wars tangents. I started going off on that sound. I was like, I know I love John Williams. At the same time, like differentiate, differentiate. Yeah, yeah, he has this. But I told her, I said, you get to that last part when mm -hmm, ET's mm -hmm. leaving. I That's have I have played that piece of music, and that part, and then the whole, you know band is just getting louder and it's mm -hmm. just oh it's so fun to play yeah. and i just find it funny that the the character um the Internet. the main Internet. uh government guy mm -hmm. his name is in the in here is keys that's all his name is keys because that's, that's the thing you see of him all the time at oh, the beginning so. but i'm like really that's funny <laughs> And like I was saying about Rotten Tomatoes on for the Terminator, E.T. Uh, e. has a 98% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I so, think it still holds up. It still holds up. There's not too many true plot holes in it either. It's, mm -hmm. it's a pretty sound um, movie. It still feels childlike, which is kind of cool, which I know he was always very big into. Yeah. Like it was the one thing that inspired him when he was younger. Um, and he loved like those wholesome um 
science fiction stories like not everything has to be about them wanting to kill us mm-hmm. and uh and i think he succeeded pretty well in making a movie like that like a, a movie that was good for children to see but also created a childlike wonder back into adults yeah yeah you know and sure it has its scary moments like there are times that i was like oh honey what i wouldn't go investigate that oh no that could... movie especially <laughs> come the on whole, the whole the whole part in the house when they you brave they in, that that's i remember being that scared mm-hmm. me when i was little. yeah 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 no absolutely a little bit, a little bit uh, going into the forest in the middle of the night? Oh, hell no. Oh, hells <laughs> to the no. I won't do that now. Why would I do that when I was 10? Come on now. A little, little bit of trivia. Apparently when Drew Barrymore said, I don't like his feet. At the time, his feet were just a bunch of wires and stuff coming out. It was an ad lib. <laughs> but they left it in. That works. <laughs> it is amazing how good of an actress she is at just that young age and yeah. what little she did. I yeah. mean, you can see... The future she has ahead oh, of yeah. her, oh, you yeah. know, that was pretty cool. Thank you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like it, it actually makes me appreciate Stranger Things even more mm-hmm. because Stranger Things did happen to capture that eighty sense of wonder from those movies that they're that they're building off of, mm-hmm. and so like going back and seeing those movies again and seeing if it holds up or if they just created what we thought it was. No, no, it's really there. That, that sense, that atmosphere, that tone, it it's really there yeah. and it's still there and it still holds up. And it really makes me appreciate the stuff that came after it a whole lot more. Yeah. Um, I was just looking, since you mentioned trivia, I, this is interesting. Um, most of the bo- full body puppetry was done by a two foot tall, two foot inch, 10 Two, uh, two foot, two ten foot, inch. ten inch tall stunt man, but the scenes in the kitchen were done using a twelve-year-old boy who was born without legs, but was an expert on walking on his hands. And the arms were a separate girl. I remember. Yeah, we were reading scenes. that woman yeah. that they she was doing something she had, like, with really her long hands, hands and fingers, fingers yeah. and and Stephen happened to really like it, and he was like, "You, we're going to use you for this." Yeah, so she's the one that's hugging Elliot. She. She did, you know, this motion with her hands because mm-hmm. she said it was like her dad or her grandfather had hugged her that way. So mm-hmm. she, you know. it was speaking of the hands when he's grabbing stuff and you just see him going. Sometimes I expect because like, you know, the one finger lights up, but the rest of the time when you see the fingers, they look like they got suction cups. on them. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to go. And one last little bit of trivia that I just saw and I have to say this is neat. At one point during filming, Drew Barrymore was consistently forgetting her lines, annoying Steven Spielberg to the point where he actually yelled at her. He later found out she had reported to work with a very high fever. Feeling guilty, he hugged her and apologized repeatedly as she cried and cried. He then sent her home with a note from her director. (laughs) Why are you yelling at a child? child. I know she's a working child. She was probably sent to work because her, you know... Her mother was a piece of work. Mm-hmm. I think I was telling Crystal it was a year or two after she made this movie when she started drinking. And mm. she was like seven Ugh. when she started drinking. Yeah. Because people were just handing her shit at Hollywood parties. Oh, but God. after the movie. I still, like still. Fucking right? a seven-year-old a drink. No Even shit. at a Hollywood party. Why would you have a seven-year-old a drink? So so after we watched the movie, I, I pulled up YouTube and I had Crystal watch a an Xfinity Super Bowl commercial that starred Henry Thomas, who played Elliot in ET. And I said, maybe this will, maybe this will make more sense to you now that you just watched ET because <laughs> it's Elliot all grown up with his own family. His little girl even looks like Drew Barrymore and ET comes back to visit. Well, I would have understood it before we rewatched the movie. I remembered enough of the movie that I would have gotten it. I know, but I thought you would recognize him better. Because you didn't recognize him at all when we first saw them. Oh, girl, I never recognize anyone, even if I've just seen them in a movie. Come on, you are always shocked when, like, when you're like, when I say someone, like, oh, isn't that so and so? And you're like, oh my god, it is. I'm terrible at that. I am surprised when she tells me the name of somebody, and I don't, I don't give it to her beforehand. Oh goodness. Weren't they in this? Yep. So rewatchability is still pretty good. Um, yeah. I think I would rewatch the Terminator over ET again, though. The ET is kind of a yeah. one and done. It kind of takes a lot out of you. 
Um, but uh, both of them still very excellent movies, very much hold up today. A few things are dated. You have to give them a pass on that. If you're watching them with your kids, kind of explain context and why something is no longer allowed today, but it was back then. But overall, I think the messages come over pretty clear and they're still pretty rewatchable. Yeah, I would definitely say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. You know what? The gay thing, I think, was from the karate kid. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah, more sense. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> Never mind. We were watched a karate kid as well. And let me tell you, that is a fantastic movie to rewatch, aside from the whole gay comment. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, especially right now, it's very poignant because they go quite a bit into the backstory of Miyagi and World War II mm -hmm. and the internment camps that we had here for the Japanese and how we allowed his wife and his unborn son to die because there were no doctors in the internment camps that she was in. It, it's something that you don't get from the newer, um, the newer ones. Uh -huh. And um, it's, it's a great, again, another great movie. I'm telling you, these 80s movies have very little plot holes in them. They are <laughs> fantastically yeah. written yeah. to work within one to two hours. You get everything that you need. You get backstory. You get, you know, you yeah. get a full succinct story, yeah. um, well-rounded characters, and you get morals With very to little it. what the fuck. Yeah, like, <laughs> you. not only are you getting the story of this kid from, like, New Jersey who goes to California and is trying to, like, find himself and stuff like that, and he, you know, he learns about the value of, of uh, fighting and protecting yourself but not needing to fight. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, you, you have the kid that finds the father he doesn't have and the father who never got to have the son that he had. And then within all of that, you get a fucking history lesson that makes sense. Mm -hmm. and, it, mm -hmm. and it hits home of the heart. So, you know what? I say go back to your 80s movies. Yeah. Like, I think we need, like, I don't think we need to redo the <laughs> no, 80s movies, no, 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 to be just, honest. But I think, think 80s. <laughs> I think modern filmmakers and, and storytellers need to go back to those movies and Can go, take notes. <laughs> why did this work? Yeah. Because some of our newer movies need that again. No shit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us this episode. Hope you enjoyed your trip back into the 80s cinema. Join us again next week as we HBO presentation. <laughs> the dogs uh, are asking you to laugh. Yeah. So join us next week for some more shenanigans. We will be back on our regular schedule, and Maybe. we will we'll see how you feel we'll after should. your surgery. Yes. But we will see you guys again later. From our random world to yours, have a great night and peace out, baby. <laughs> <Good night. laughs>